Ciao, guys. What's going on? It's a Wednesday afternoon here in Canada, 3 p.m. We're back with another episode of TMG Podcast, our first episode of 2018. It's been a hectic uh, December with holidays and exam season and all that. We're back uh, for our mid-season review. Of, so we played 20 matches in City A so far, Milan has. So we thought this would be a good time during the mini City A break to, uh, to, do, to do a show. I have very special guests. One is Mike, the other owner of, of the Milan guys. He hasn't been on the podcast since like August because he's been so busy. Mike, welcome back. It's good to have you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's glad to be back. I've missed doing the podcast and we'll start off 2018 the right way doing a podcast. <laughs> um, and my other guest uh, making his debut on the pod, a good friend of mine. And, uh, he made a new Twitter account and we shouted him out. Lucas Ugenti. Uh, Lucas, how's it going, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Excited. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so yeah, let's, honestly, guys, let's dive right into it. You know, a lot to talk about after, uh, again, after 20 Serie A games and uh, six Europa League games and a, a couple Coppa Italia games. Let's just, let's get right into it. We, I put the, I put the topics uh, yesterday on Twitter what we're going to talk about. So our mid-season review. Okay, so what we're going to do with this, basically, you know, talk about, you know, top to bottom how we started, you know, not go through every game, just go through some high high points and some low points that's happened so far in 20 City. We'll just focus on City A mostly. We'll just talk about maybe the, the key players, players need to improve or disappointments. And then we'll move on to, to Gattuso's work so far after that. So let's get right into it. Our record is we're, we have eight wins, eight losses, which is in, it pays me to say that. And we have four draws to go with that. Uh, Mike, Mike, let's start with you. Uh, what do you think? We started, we started out of the gates very, very well. We beat Crotone, beat Cariari. What do you think changed after that, after that fine start to the Serie A season? Uh, I think it was just the constant repugnance of what Montella was doing, and it just it didn't seem like he was adapting to the opponents. He kind of he just approached every opponent with the same mentality and game plan, which is obviously wrong. Every opponent is different, every team is different, therefore you should have a different plan per the team. And I think that's kind of where um it started. And then obviously, as well as people like we'll talk about later, like Andre Silva didn't get enough playing time and that kind of stuff. So I felt like the team started turning on him as a as a whole as a collective it wasn't just a few players turning on him and then obviously once you're losing um your team with your coach in terms of not being on the same page obviously things are naturally going to go on a downfall and you always hear the theories of whether the team is purposely losing just to get the coach fired who knows we'll never obviously know but you can tell at that point around like the games you mentioned you've seen a turning point there was just it was just a bland culture like they weren't doing anything it was nothing special it was just hoping for the best but you knew there was not much to hope for so i think that's when it is that's when it kind of started and now it's kind of a little bit of breath of new life with gattuso coming around a few shaky results but overall the play has been better the guys look more engaged everyone looks as bonucci says hungrier than ever so um other than that like it's a promising start to 2018 and truly wish for the best and hope for the best throughout the the rest of the season for sure for sure good point good point there and obviously there's a lot of uh a lot of things that Montella didn't do right especially in the second season after having 
after having a successful first season with Milan, Montella just couldn't get it right this year. Too much pressure. And, you know, we do give kudos for him for, you know, the good work he did do, put in last year. He did do he did do very well uh, and, and gave the squad a lot of determination with the lack of quality we actually had in the squad and brought us our first trophy in a few years. So it just, I think, yeah, just like you said, it's his struggle to adapt and he just kind of kept, you know, kept afloat. And also the change to three at the back didn't really do uh-huh. great for us. So I think we changed the three at the back against, was it against Lazio and we got killed? I don't 100% know. But we changed one of those games. Maybe it was in Europa League we switched up. But, um, yeah, it, on, honestly, it's too bad because in the first few weeks of the season, I was very optimistic. I thought, okay, we're going to compete for top four. We, you know, we beat teams comfortably. And it all kind of kind of went to crap, just to put, it, to put it that way, with a few losses, a few unlucky losses as well, problem scoring goals. Um, Lucas, we'll go to you now. Just a question. Just throughout the twenty games of City, uh, what has been? Let's 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 go positive first. What what's been the 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 most positive thing you've seen with the team uh, over twenty games? Um, through the first twenty games, I mean, there hasn't been too too many positives. But if if we're gonna try and decipher one, I'd say it's the young players, um, guys like Calabria. They're playing good ball. They're they're playing very good football here and. At the end of the day, we can't nitpick everything, right? They are young. It is a learning process. Yeah. Um, starting at the back, too, with Donnarumma. I mean, he's taking a lot of heat right now. And yeah. it's not fair to him. It's not fair to the team. And he could be a leader. I mean, he's one of the youngest guys on the team, and he's one of our best players. And when when a guy like that is is crying at the end of a game and whatnot, it it affects it affects the team as a whole, right? And yeah. Like I said, he's he's young. He's young, and if if you're gonna look at anything, that's a positive in itself. He's he's young and he's valuable. Uh, Calabria, young and valuable. Silva, Cotrone, like just skillful players who who are 22 and under. And it's 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 very nice to see that Gattuso is attempting to to create something there with the young players, right? You're right. No, you're right. And it's uh, we do have <clears throat> we do have a young core of players that. Uh, Few, like the city out team, the other city out teams that like the, the top five city out teams actually don't have. We do have right. a core of young players, especially Italian players, that has been an issue for other clubs, especially like our for our cousins Inter. Um, and uh, you're right, it is positive. Calabria is playing very, very well now, and obviously Andrea Conti would be in that spot. Uh, and his return, they say he's going to return end of January, early February. Um, and his injury is bigger than what people think it is. I think with him, a lot we would have been able to get snatched a lot more points throughout the season. Andrea Conti is a very, very good player, and he's probably a top two, top two uh, right fullback in Serie A for me. And he's young too; he's just very good on the ball, and his off the ball movement is huge. What me unlocked, uh, Mike. Let's go back to you. I know there's a lot of negatives, but I don't want to focus on everything because it's just not fun doing that. Give me three negative things that have that throughout the 20 games that have uh, contributed to us being in the bottom half of City at table after 20 games. Um, lack of diversity through lineups and tactical and tacticalness. Um, the lack of effort, and that's back again going associated with the, when you could tell the team was losing focus with Montella. So obviously that's naturally going to hurt you if that was their intention. As I mentioned earlier, 
those two and i think it was just also the natural lack of confidence like it's any sports whether whatever regardless whatever sport whatever team naturally especially when you're that invested in especially invested that kind of money if you're losing that many games you're naturally not confident as a team whether it's individual performances or just as a whole the team isn't confident that's naturally going to affect the whole and it displayed on the pitch you can see guys were just kind of there because they had to be they didn't have an enthusiasm they didn't have a will to go even though things were going wrong let's just try to make it better now that Gattuso's here you can tell there's um a fire breathing in, in that locker room now that the guys are like you know what we've kind of dug ourselves a hole but the season's still open and why not try and salvage whatever we can so i would say those are the three points that i would that i would mainly associate with the the sluggishness after those games that you mentioned earlier yeah, no, those are good points. And, uh, you know, obviously with the, the coaching change now, um, our our results have been uh, – obviously there are a few results that we wish we we would have been able to uh, to pick up some more points and a couple losses with, even with Gattuso. Um, but, <laughs> excuse me, overall it's been pretty decent. Um, you know, especially getting that, getting that big win right before uh, the break. If we would have lost that, or or maybe even give up the lead, and they would have drew, we got a point from it. There had been a lot of a lot of talking, a lot of media talk over the next two weeks for our next game. So it's good that we won that. And guys, and looking at it, there's so much to play for in the second half of the season. So much, so much. Like the the season's not done whatsoever. The city at table changes every single week, so it's it's just one of those things where. You have to keep positive, and all these losses and, and bad results will be worth it when we start winning, which should be soon, uh, especially with Gattuso and his, his fight that he's given the players. And, and now the players – and now Milan are – the players are covering way more ground now than they were a month ago. Um, and that's the Gattuso effect, and I, I trust Gattuso to, do, to, to help this team and unite this team. And, and he's doing a good job so far. And I think with this two-week break, everybody's on vacation and stuff. Come back refreshed. Pretty. Just, why is everybody in Dubai? I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. They're all in Dubai. They're all in Dubai. And then, uh, like, Silva and Kutrona, are they hanging out together? I'm not really sure. Like, what's going on over there? I have no idea. And, like, and then Kutrona is in the desert with, the, with a camel. What? Yeah, but where else are you supposed to go? <laughs> I don't know. We're already from Italy. I mean, it's already a beautiful country. You might as well go to Dubai. Oh, no problem. No, no yeah, issue no, with that. I'm no, just like, no. just ironic how like they're all there. Yeah, oh, you're absolutely. right. And then even no, but Suzo's in the Mal in the Maldives though. Suzo, yeah, with his girlfriend or wife. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. And, and you know, relatively, sp generally speaking, our our team's pretty healthy. Uh, besides Conti, but the team is pretty healthy. There's no injuries. Uh, Bonaventura's okay. Everybody's kind of okay. So it's good, you know, hopefully they can rest up and, and come back in a, in a couple weeks against Cagliari away, which is going to be a tricky fixture. Um, so over the 20 games, you know, I think we had a few really, really good performances. You know, I think uh, even the ones, a few of them that we lost, we actually played really well. And like the, when we lost to, Na to Napoli 2-1 at the San Paolo. We actually played a good match there. Um, unfortunately, lost 2-1. Also, we played uh, we played a couple of matches against like Torino and stuff like that, which we tied, which we should have won. We should have scored. We just we lack of finishing. Goalkeepers making miracle saves. 
So you know, when you look at the you look you look at the, the twenty eight points that Milan have in the table, there's you know, you look at it and of course it's second guessing, but you look at it and say if they would have picked up two points here, three points here, or another point here, you know, we we'd be we'd be in a different spot and we'd be in sixth place right behind Lazio and Roma's tail. But unfortunately that's how it is this season and we do have some time to fight back. You know, we, there's not really much room for, for mistakes in the second half of the season, obviously. You know, we have to beat the teams who we should be beating. We can't be losing the teams who are below us in the table. Um, and hopefully, you know, we don't get unlucky with uh, a Benevento goalkeeper bullet <laughs> bullet glancing header to the far post in the 95th minute. That would only happen to Milan, and I'm, I'm still convinced that it's just unlucky. If people won't believe me. I'll get hate for it, but it's just like the goalie literally threw his head at the ball. And just and then it went went right in the far corner. Like there's nothing you can do. It's just absolutely not. Donnarumma was was no, like yeah. John Alex. I was. It's just it's just one of those things where it's like if you had the sum of the season so far, that's the video you would show. That that goal. Um, let's move on. Um, Lucas, is there a particular a particular match that you've seen even recent or? In the last season, that like you know, one of those matches where you think if we can play like this, you know, consistently, we'd be we'd be in a way better shape as a squad. Uh, if I'm being honest, and I know this this might sound a little cliche because we ended up pulling out the win, but that match against Inter, I mean, it yeah. was it was it was unbelievable in, in my eyes. It was one of the best performances I thought we we had as a team, uh, as a team together. I mean, it looked like they were working they were working hard. They were there was a means to their ends. It was, yeah. they wanted to win. They knew what that win meant to not only AC Milan, but their fans and, and their program and, and Gattuso, Gattuso alone. It looks like they played for their coach. I mean, going back to what Mike was yeah. saying, like, yeah, under Montella, they just did not seem to care. They, it, if they lost, it bounced off them and that was it. And that intergame proved to me that Gattuso has, has gotten, gotten to them. It, it's, it's more than just a match to them. Now, yeah. now it's, it's, it's winning to win and, and not winning just to play the game of soccer. And it's nice to see. Very nice to see. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, I think we dominated Inter. We played way better than Inter that match. Even Inter fans will tell you that they that Inter had a really bad match. We played way better. You know, Antonio Donnarumma comes in, makes a lot, a few nice saves. Absolutely. Really, really, was that was really, unbelievable. Really, really good. Really, really good performance. And this guy's like Frank Kessie. Cassie dominated that that match. The way he went run well with the ball, no one can no one can push push him off the ball, and that's like vintage Frank Cassie, even though he's only twenty one years old. So he says, could be forty, we don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you know that's definitely a good a good example. That was a great match, and uh, it was only fitting that Patrick Cutrone from a Suzo assist past Milan Skriniar. Uh, you know, with a nice finish, and that was that was a good game, and it was a good win, it's good, it's a good victory, and now we go we go to play Lazio in the Coppa Italia, which in two in two legs, which is very winnable. Um, you know, I, I I'm not, I'm honestly I know they they beat us early in the season, but right now with Catuzo, I'm not too scared of Lazio, um, and and with Bonucci playing like Bonucci, I think he can contain Immobile, uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Mike, is there a before I move on, is there a certain match that you that you enjoyed the most in the first half of the season? Could be any time. Oh, it'd be the Inter game too. Inter game too. Oh, is there any others? Come on, be, you gotta be. Original. Um, it's it's hard to say just because like I don't think anything will ever top a derby. No, for sure, of no, course, but, yeah, right? Yeah. But 
to, to pinpoint one other one than that, um, I'll give you a few options. You can tell me. Say. I'm, I'm just trying to track back because obviously it's been quite a few games. There's one one that's a good one is the Kiev win at the Bentagoli, 4 1. Another one would be Sassuolo. We beat him 2 nothing. That was a good one away. Uh, even like that, I remember that, that first match of the season against, against Crotone. Even though they had 10 men. We that was like pure dominant. That was like men against boys. I thought, okay, this is our season. Like this is our season to do well. A Conti, Suzo, Cassi on the right side. I think also that Udinese game back in the earlier in the season. Oh, wait, we, we beat them two one. Because that's a team I remember last year we struggled with. We couldn't even beat, right? Yeah, we lost both times to them. Yeah, we lost both times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so let's move on now. Um, mid-season, you got twenty-eight points. A half a season to forget, but that can all be forgotten. With guys, to put it to put it in perspective, if you know if we can go on, a, if we can like win a string of matches, we win like four or five matches in a row. That's that's twelve points. Like four matches is twelve points. It's, like it's fifty. Like it's fifteen points. You win five matches in a row. Like it's and those fifteen points prove uh, prove crucial. Like you know what I mean. So. Like it's just it's interesting, and and uh, I'm excited for the next half of the season. So let's move on. Gennaro Gattuso's 40th birthday yesterday, um, and I, truly, I, I say this with no bias. You know, Montella obviously lost the room; he wasn't able to adapt. Gattuso's Milan looks much different. Looks much different than Montella's. We look really, we look much better with Gattuso, just in our fluidity of play and. It just we're playing as a cohesive unit and again we're playing for each other you know we're playing for the for the fans for each other it just looks like there's more of an effort even in the matches we lost uh against atalanta we lost against them we know we didn't have suzo that game with romagnoli uh because it got suspended but we we scored one and got disallowed and you know what i mean and then against even against Hellas Verona, we lost three nothing in reality Verona should have, should have had no business winning that match um but they they had they had three chances and they scored on three they had three chances three goals we had thirty two shots on net and nothing to show for it, right so it's tough it's tough that way against Atalanta and and uh, Hellas Verona we had I think combined fifty three I, I tweeted it we had fifty three attempts on goal in those two games with zero goals so something's got to give um but yeah let's move on Lucas start with you you can add whatever you need and then. Mike can go on and uh, and rant a little bit about, about Gattuso's work. Lucas, what have you noticed? And and you know, aside from what I just said, what have you noticed about Gattuso's style of play? And and he said, you know, I, I I'm not just a Grinta Grinta guy. I have a UFA li- li- license. I'm not. I I'm a tactician. I know tactics. So what do you think? What even just one thing? What do you think he's done well so far with the, with this side? Um, I think he offers Milanese a sense of hope and I think that's what he's built upon it's at, at the end of the day you're right you're and I think a lot of times we forget that he is still a head coach of Milan and it's not just Gattuso coaching as a player it's Gattuso coaching as a tactician and, and he still has to figure things out I mean there has been a couple of different lineup changes under Gattuso and yeah a couple times they're not going to work and it, it's going to look like Gattuso what are you thinking but at the end of the day, he does have to try, and he needs to see who fits in which position and which he likes better. So I, I think time, and with time, he will become better, obviously. I mean, 
he did come up from the Primavera. Um, he didn't have any other experience, so this is his first job. And it's unfortunate under the circumstance, but at the end of the day, he is doing a good job. And, I mean, in an interview, he said, I still think like a player, believing that with hunger and sense of belonging, you can go far. And, I mean, if, that's, if that doesn't bring you inspiration and hope right there, what else can? Yeah, I know, exactly. He's, and he's, a, he's our place. Milan is, is Gattuso's home. Milan is Gattuso. He's actually Calabrese. He's a paisan of uh of of mine and the and uh and mike's too mike you're calabrese right yeah yeah so uh, lucas are you calabrese yeah, as well or no my, my mother's calabrese okay there you go okay. my dad's from puglia though okay okay so he's that's it. um i'm barreza too that's cool um so yeah he's just he's he's just one of those guys where it's his home here and he knows what he has to do and and you saw with all, all the birthday wishes that, that the legends gave his, you know, yesterday. They all said, like, you know, I believe in you, got Reno. I believe in you. You're, you're, you're where you're supposed to be and stuff like that. And, you know, I think that he's he's the guy right now, at least for right now. And, you know, it's his, this is his, you know, trial. And honestly, if it doesn't go well in the next few months, they're not going to fire him. They'll probably put him back to the Primavera squad. Um. There's no way they fire him because he, he was obviously put in a, in a situation where he wasn't expecting, so they can't blame him for that. If they absolutely. do, yeah, if they absolutely do they're making a huge mistake. For sure. um, but, Mike, what do you think, you know, tactically, anything spirit-wise, what do you think? Like, what have you seen from Gattuso's work so far? Um, I always knew he was going to bring in the green to stuff, so that was kind of obvious. Um, it's two things. More like being able to rally the guys in after obviously letting go of Montella, like you're a new coach, like they don't know you apart from you being a legend, right? None of these guys have played with him. So obviously he has to rally them up. He's done a good job of that, but also as well, tactically, I wasn't expecting much, to be honest. I know he's a certified coach and all that stuff, but like that comes from experience, tactics and all that. And he did pretty well. Like you see them pressuring the way they move the ball. Like it's not stale. Like there's a little creativity. Okay, it's still not what it's supposed to be, but there's movement, there's flow in, in the way they play, there's fluidity. They're not just relying on these forward long balls. Like, you know, you see cuts in, you see passing and all this kind of stuff. So it, it's it's pleasant to see and it's it's hopeful. And it's something I wasn't truly expecting from him. Not that he's not capable of just thinking more that he'd be a green to guy, but he's proven a lot of people wrong. So big props to him. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think for me, his... His work that he, like his his best work he's done so far is that our uh, that I've noticed is our off the ball movement has been much better. Um, yeah. With Montella at the end there, players wouldn't move, and it's not even Montella's fault. It's just players wouldn't move off the ball. There was no movement. There was no there was no nobody was was you know breaking through the lines. You know, no one was was passing through through the lines and, and breaking the lines. And that's what you have to have guys who who are able to do that. You know, in order to uh, you know to create chances and stuff like that, and we have some class players like like Suzo and Bonaventura who can do that. But there's no off the ball movement, and you know, only to be honest, yeah, there's a point where only guys, the only guy who was doing off, who was making off the ball moves, was like Fabio Borini when he's playing fullback. He's the only one who's working hard. You know, he doesn't have that much skill, so he has to work hard. But he, that's it's just kind of it wasn't it wasn't working for us, and that's a big thing that I've noticed, and I think that. And we're actually, you know, possession-wise, whatever, even attempts, like we're dominating teams. We really are. Like against Crotone, that we should have beat them. Well, we had two disallowed goals that I think were both BS. I think they were both should have been allowed. Personally, 
I saw nothing wrong with Kessie's goal, and I, or with uh, yeah, and I saw nothing wrong with Kalinic's goal either. So I'm not sure. So really, you know, if those get correctly called, it's three nothing. So I, the one nothing win was huge for us. Um, just the three points at home in front of the fans for the break is huge, and and that's a for me. I call that a professional performance, a professional win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and that's what we need more. We that's what we need more of, right? We need professional wins. So. I think that's you know I think this has been doing really really well and and uh, yeah Lucas what do you think what do you think Gattuso has to do uh, in order to maybe even keep a job with uh, the Rossoneri next season in the second half of the season what does he uh, have to, what does he have to accomplish well I mean obviously we want to win trophies I would well, yeah two, but like chances of that. That might be, yeah, but that might be, you know, asking a lot of any coach. Absolutely, absolutely, and I mean, going into the semifinals, you're right, we do have a good chance uh, in the uh, Coppa Italia. But I mean, what can he do? What can he do with the team we have? I think he just needs to swim or sink, and he's obviously not going to sink. He just needs to settle the boat a little bit and just uh, coast to the end of the season. I mean, you're right, we need a couple more professional wins here, but at the end of the day we're not going to go on a winning sheet that's going to send us up into the top three. And if it happens, I can't wait to watch that. But if we're being realistic, we're going to finish middle of the pack. And that is okay. That is okay for us at the time. At the beginning of the season, it wasn't that great. And we can't expect too much to be disappointed. And then the blame fall back on Gattuso because at the end of the day, it isn't his fault and he's doing everything he can. Uh, What I'd like to see from him more is maybe start Silva a little more. I mean, no one, no one no, knows he, what's he, really he, going on. He needs minutes. I don't know what's going on either. And yeah, uh, no one knows what's going on. I mean, behind closed doors, there could be an issue, but Katroni deserves his so. spot. But so does Silva. Silva deserves minutes. I mean, I don't understand truly why Kalinic is still in the starting eleven. I mean, he he brings he brings what he brings, and and from what I've seen and however many games he's played, it's 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 truly not much um he's a yeah. big forward yeah. why are you not holding up the ball why is there no hold up play why is why is your first pass always 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 off target and it's know. just frustrating we, we paid a lot of money for the guy right and i would like to see him do well but if he's not there are capable players and again we don't know what's going on but for me i'd like to see silva play a little bit more um and i do like the formation he is playing other than that Catuzo, keep doing what you're doing get your professional wins Finish the yeah. season, and we hope for the best. Yeah, I think. And Mike just texted me; he legged out, so he's gonna try to. His internet's all being funky, so it's okay. No worries; he'll come in when he can. Um, for me personally, and you know, with with the Coppa Italia and Europa League, you know, Milan Milan right now are only two points. We're two points out of sixth. Okay, so six is the Europa League spot. Yes, There's a few teams fighting for it. Realistically, we should be able to over, over absolutely. Sampdoria. We should be we should get sixth place. Um, so Europa League should be a get. We should be, you know, if we can't get in the top four, just get Europa League again. Make a little bit of money from the Europa League revenue, um, just to you know balance a little bit of the books, and you know and whatever. However, then there's the Coppa Italia, which now we're in the semifinal, which is two legs against Lazio. We can beat Lazio. That anybody can win those matches. We don't know. I mean, it'd be hard. They're they're a tough side with a good coach, but we can beat Lazio. So, you know, if we are able to get to the final, the the Coppa Italia final against uh, against Juve or, uh, you know, or what you know whatever we have to play. I think it's Juve Juve Atalanta. So, 
Either it's we play Juve or Atlanta in the final. I'm gonna go with the Juve. Say Juve beat Atlanta. We're gonna play Juve in the final, then it's just one match. Anybody can win. We beat them in the Supercopa last year. Anybody, anything can happen. So, and if you win that, you get a little bit of money too. So there's, you know, and then you look at the the Europa League, right? Right now that we're competing in the round of 32, we got a good draw. Ludogorets, you know, they're they're no pushover. They're a tough side. Um, However, you know, from who we could have got, it's a it's a good draw. So, yes. Yes. Uh, honestly, there's a chance that we we beat that we can you know definitely come out on top, Ludo Goretz, especially with the second leg being at San Siro, maybe getting a away goal, uh, getting a away goal first, and then and then you know just kind of calm things down at San Siro, get another one, kind of like we did with Craiova in the summer. But you know, you know, if we get a decent draw, like kind of like Manchester United did last season, if we're able to get a you know, a good draw down the stretch. There's a few tough teams like Atletico, uh, Napoli, Borussia Dortmund, Celtic, Atalanta, Lazio. If we're able to get a decent draw, you know, down the stretch, you know, there's a there's a chance that we can make a run. And that's what I'm thinking that if, if Gattuso can make a run in Europa League, you know, give us Europa League in Serie A and make a run for Copa for the Coppa Italia final. There's a there's a chance that he keeps his job if he's able to unite this team, make them play like you know Mirabelli and Fasone want them to play. Then there's and then if not, if that doesn't happen, there's no way I, I can't. There's no way they fire Gattuso. If they do, they're making a massive mistake, and there's no way. Um, it has it has to be either one or the other. So we'll be okay, fine as we are, like like Galliani used to say. Um, Mike, are you here? Are you just trying back? Mm-hmm. Okay, what happened? Your internet's all all weird. Yeah, that's weak. It's pretty budget. Um, okay, like old old Milan budgets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're just so Mike, we're just talking about. Uh, so essentially, you know, if Gattuso is able to make a run in Europa League and stuff like that, make a run for Coppa Italia and get good results in City, yeah, there's a small chance he keeps his job over the summer. Why not? I think he deserves it. No, exactly, exactly. And I, I want, I, I, I wish the, the best for him. I love him. You know, he's from Calabria, so he's always been, you know, back in the day, he's always been that guy that I'm in love with. And, you know, he's, he's a paisano. And, yeah, so so let's move on. Um, you know, enough about Gattuso. In the midst, now let's look at the next, the next uh, we have 18 games left in Serie A. And, you know, we have a decent schedule on the stretch. Let me tell you guys our fixtures coming up and how many points we should really get from it. So we play Cariari in a couple weeks away. It's going to be a tough, a tough, a tough fixture. However, if, we, if we're serious about this season, it's a team we have to beat. Um, right after that, the next, then the week after that, we play, we're against Lazio at home. Uh, again, a winnable game at home. If it was in a Stadio Olimpico, it's tough, but... At home, it's definitely a winnable, a winnable uh, game. And then we have Udinese away, Spal away, and Sampdoria at home. Um, and that's and that's right before we have Roma, then Inter, then Genoa, Kiev, Juventus. So realistically, for me, for me, I think that if we're serious, you know, about making a comeback in this Serie A season, out of the you know, five games from from uh, to Sampdoria, we have to like go four and one, at least four and one, at least win four. Um, I'm not sure which four it's going to be. 
Say we lose, you drop one. Say we drop the one to Lazio at home. You know, you have to win the other four. If, if not, you're obviously not serious about the season. And, you know, if we don't get results in City, then we're obviously going to have to shift our total focus to Europa League, which we already are now in Coppa Italia. But we'll have to see. You know, it's going to take, I think, so, I think someone in the math, it's about 70 points, 75 points probably to reach top four. Maybe maybe even around eighty, depending on how great how if how many points the uh, top four teams drop from now to the end of the season. <clears throat> so, Mike, what do you think in regards to you know the top four teams slipping up and and us you know possibly coming back? What what do you think of the chances of that? Like you know, Inter already dropped the points, but what do you think of the chances of that you know, over the next eighteen games? Um, I mean, anything is possible, obviously. Um, especially if these if it keeps on fluctuating at the top four and you know people get injured things happen teams go in slumps they go in runs especially this year like top four teams like it keeps on fluctuating every week so we'll never know but however just because of the hole we dug ourselves I don't think top four is a possibility obviously I'm not being a Debbie Downer but I'm just being realistic however I think top six is a possibility once again I know that in hindsight, it doesn't look like an improvement considering last year we finished top six and we spent quite a bit of money this summer. But based on the hole we dug ourselves, if we can salvage top six and just make Europa League again to to say, like, you know what, it's better to stay where you stay pat than to go lower, obviously. Like, if you're telling me I'd rather finish sixth again, no Champions League, but I'd rather take that than finish, like, 11th or, like, ninth, something like that, right? So um, I think depending on how it goes, the top six should be an aim. And if we get a little bit of luck and things work out our way, then yeah, why not think of a fourth place, for example. But I think the more realistic goal and something that we can actually achieve is top six. Yeah, no, for sure. We're two points away from <clears throat> Sampdoria. And we're a better side than Sampdoria. So I think we should that shouldn't be an issue. Um, but again... There's so much, like, I just keep stressing this to people, even on Twitter, there's so much to play for in the second half of the season, you know. It's far from from done, you know, being, oh, season's over. It's not, uh, you know, there's so much, you know, just, just with Coppa Italia and Europa League, like, you know, Europa League, it could be a really nice run. If we're able to play the football that we can, it's going to be, it has to be a nice run. Um, Lucas, what do you think, uh, what do you think our chances are in Europa League? I know we were talking about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, but what do you think? What do you think? What do you think we have to do? In order, even if we do get you know uh, uh, matched up with a, with a tougher team, which is possible, that that's the beauty of competition. What do you think? What do you think our chances are? Even just making a deep run, you know, semifinal. I wish yeah. we a final. Absolutely. I mean, you always want to be optimistic. Um, I think any given game, anyone has a chance. Right. Um, it's tough. It's tough to say because our season has been a roller coaster. And I mean, we could go out in Europa and absolutely dominate. We could come out flat and we might have to shift our attention to co- the Coppa Italia. I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to go out there and I hope Gattuso can set his lineup as best he can and we can get the points we can get. You're right. We score the away goal. We sit back. We defend. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, is a semifinal, is it, is it crazy to think the semifinal? Maybe, maybe the sum, but an optimistic Milanisti, why not, right? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we we got we got a couple a couple positive results. Um, 
you know, over the past couple of weeks, a 1-1 draw to Fiorentina is decently positive. I mean, Inter went there and drew them too. Juve lost to them last year, so that's not bad. Um, we beat Bologna, we beat Inter in the Coppa Italia, we beat Crotone. So over the past couple of weeks, it's been decent. You know, obviously, we lost to Atalanta and House Verona, which really suck and really killed the vibe. And that kind of shows how inconsistent it's just, I don't know, it's just the inconsistency. And and obviously, you know, Gattuso probably wanted to kill someone um, when it happened. But, you know, we have had some positive results. So it's it's all positive thoughts right now, especially during this break. And I think we'll be able to, uh, to win. I think we're going to be able to win a few games. And that brings me to, you know, personnel selection. And that brings us to the conversation of Andre Silva. Which is a tricky, and what Lucas you just mentioned, a tricky situation. We're not really sure what's going on, what's going on there. And you know, we saw a video of him kind of walking after the win uh, against Crotone. He kind of walked, he kind of walked out, like you know, kind of hanging his head, looking sad and stuff like that. What do you think, or Mike? Let's go with you first. What do you, what's like? What's the issue? Because Montella didn't play that much in City A, and and he got two of the same thing, and. I know it, it takes players, you know, a little bit to adapt to a league, and you know, even like Edin Dzeko scored, Dzeko scored eight goals in his first year with Roma, and then he's a couple canoniere the next year. So obviously, you have to, you know, be patient. But why? What's up with the playing time? What's going on? Um, I I think I tweeted it out, so basically I'll recite it. Long story short, we'll never know what's going on internally. At the end of the day, Gattuso and staff sees him every single day, whether it's training. So is it a training issue? Does he? I don't know. I'm, I've never been for the idea of, oh, a guy's not ready for the league, so let's keep him on the bench. How else is he going to get ready and used to the league if he's not on the field? That's the whole point, right? So that's what I don't agree with, that that's the logic. But I don't think it's that. It's something deeper, and it's something we we don't – it's something we as fans don't know. Those that are inside and a part of it know, we just don't. And it makes and it's that crazy that, like – no one can come to a conclusion about it just because it's it it just doesn't make any sense. So I literally have no idea. I have no theory. I have no nothing other than that they know better than us because they see him and they see the team every single day. That's all I can say because really it's a confusing situation that we're all trying to figure out. And I don't think we'll ever truly understand how the severity of it and as to why. Just because there's no signs of anything. He's just on the bench and he occasionally plays in Europa League after we spent, what, $38 million on the guy? And he's so, talented. He scores he, every game in Portugal. Like, the only thing I think is maybe if something something got messed up between, like, the relationship between Fasone and Mirabelli with um, what, the, his agent. What was his agent? Was George Mendes. George, George Mendes. Mendes. There's, maybe no there's no maybe. way. There's no way they have a good relationship with George Mendes. So. I know, but, like, maybe something happened. This is kind of, like, sticking it to him. I don't know. No, there, there, there's no way they would they would hurt the player. At this point, at this point, I'm considering all options just because there's yeah. literally nothing con- concrete, right? So, it might, we'll just see. Be, it might just be tactical decisions, honestly. I don't know. That's what, what I think. Tactical, I, I think it might you be don't tactical. have to be a soccer genius to know that Kalin is absolute garbage when he's on the field, does nothing for us. Like, at this point, okay, Cruton is young and he's proven himself, whatever, but, like, why not? If Kalinch is that garbage, why not put in Andre Silva? Like, he can't do any worse. So, like, there's clearly an upside to it. So, that's it's what I'm saying. Very, there has to be something to it. There has you to be. You know what? Here's my thing, though. Montella said this about Andre Silva, and Gattuso said the same thing. Uh, Silva has to simplify his game a little bit. Um, and, and obviously, he has to work on that, you know. And you can tell that Andre Silva, I don't know if you guys know this, but Andre Silva, when he was in Porto's Youth Academy, he, was in, when he, was, he actually grew up as a midfielder. Um, 
he grew up as a midfielder, so you, that, that's why he's so good on the ball because he played as a midfielder and he turned to an attacker, um, you know, a couple of years ago. So, you know, I think it's just the fact, the matter of, you know, just simplifying the game, you know, it's quick. And Gattuso, uh, sorry, Gattuso talked about, uh, you know, him needing to just, you know, play the simple one-two when it, when it needs to be played and stuff like that instead of, you know, taking it and trying to do a move, beat your man one-on-one. And I think he has to work on that. And, you know, and Kalinic kind of, he's one of those strikers that gets his shirt dirty. And that's what Montella said a, uh, a few months ago, that, he gets his shirt dirty, and then he is striker. He gets his shirt dirty, and and what I what I what I mean by that is that yeah, he gets his shirt dirty because he's always on the floor. No, oh. but no, but what I mean by that is when uh, like you you know you, you put your body everywhere, you you hold up the ball everywhere and stuff like that. No, I get that, but I just I just don't see his benefit on it. I think he just slows everything down. He doesn't have a good build up play. He doesn't have a good holding play. Like, like I, I, unless the only reason why they're playing Colin Schober and Andre Silva is because like they know they spent they that money, so they possibly. But at the same time, I think they're kind of playing them just because like. But then again, it doesn't make sense. Motello's not here anymore. Like it, it's just a crazy situation. I, I'll never understand it. But it could be tactics, though. You guys said it. It could honestly be Gattuso saying, "Listen, Kalinic, you're you're a little bit more of a veteran. He's experienced. You, you have yeah. Your experience is 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 crucial to me at this point in time." I want you to slow the pay, play down. I want you to, to try and create a build-up play. I mean, you're right. We did yeah. spend all this money on Kalinic. Why keep Kalinic on the bench when Silva's a little bit younger and has more time to develop, right? Yeah, I, you know what? That's a good point, Lucas, because they could just be really patient. They could just be really patient with Silva and say, listen, right? They could just be saying, listen, you know, and, and here's the thing. Do you really want, if we're winning a game 2 nothing? do you want Andre Silva to come on for 10 minutes? With the, that's basically pointless. What's the point? It's pointless, yes. Like it's and like and that's and that's what I hate when he gets us like we were down two nothing in Atlanta and, and Silva comes on for the last twelve minutes. Um, I don't I don't think he's much of a no, but he doesn't he, yet. He, he doesn't benefit by that though at yeah, all. Exactly, I agree. Like and it's just and you know Kutrona has earned his his, his minutes, but you know he, he should be. I love Kutrona. I, I absolutely adore him, but. You know, Silva should be getting some minutes as well, and they should be able to, you know, split up the uh, split up the time a little bit. You know, kind of just to get both of them in action. And you know, it's it seems like Andre Silva still hasn't hasn't you know really got his feet wet in City A yet. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't really he he started matches. He started the derby. Okay, that's a tough match to score in. Come on. Um, then he started against Roma, like another tough match to score in. And then he gets these like twenty-five minute features when games were already. We beat Kiev four-one, and he came on in like the eightieth minute. And it was four-one already. Like, what is he gonna do? Make it five-one? Like, no, you're just killing the game off at that point, right? So it's it's definitely a difficult situation to understand. And I, I do trust and Gattuso, everybody to to figure it out with him. And you know, I'm sure Gattuso's you know talking to him and. Uh, and, you know he's he's still twenty twenty two years old. I mean he's so young and he's Portuguese the Portuguese golden boy, right? So that 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 that's who they that's what they want to you know be the star in the national team when Cristiano is done. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's just definitely a weird situation, and uh, I don't know. Hopefully it gets it gets cleared up soon. But I think again this vacation is really really good. I think this little break is good. He comes back refreshed. Maybe Andre Silva gets a start against Cagliari. Um, 
I hope so. I hope he gets a start. I hope he just starts, and I hope he gets his first City A goal because I'm pretty sick and tired of people on Twitter saying he has no City A goal, he's not good, when he's a joint leading scorer in Europa League. Um, and that's not an easy feat. Like, obviously, it's, it's, you know, just, it's Europa League, whatever, but like, he still has to score. So, Mike, what do you think? Like, do you think that, you know, even though Milan have said, Milan already said, according to Gianluca Di Marzio, they said that, you know, he's not going to, they're not going to sell him. He's, he's not for sale. Do you think he might get, you know, pissed off and, and, and want to leave? Or do you think he's okay with the, uh, with you know being patient i mean i think naturally he's obviously not going to be pleased considering we saw that video and stuff that's been circulating i mean i don't blame him um if i were him the only advice i'd give him is tough it out for a year because we don't know what happened going to happen next year for example if we get a coach like conte who can come in and maybe seize your value versus what's been going on this season or if college gets sold in the summer like you know what i mean i would wait it out for a season the rest of this season at least see what happens in the summer, and then from there, I, I don't think he should be jumping ship this early, especially that we've seen guys like you mentioned, Jekyll and stuff, like, like yeah, guys like that, like, it, it takes a little bit of time, so maybe that's the same thing for him. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, it's a little bit of a waiting game, unfortunately. It shouldn't be, but it is. But at the end of the day, good things are to come for this guy, so I would hold on to him. Yeah, no, so, so would I. I think he's incredibly talented, and, and I think, uh, you know, I think you know him and him and Cutrone to have you know him and Cutrone in the line. You know, as striker options is huge for us, and keeping both of them would be absolutely perfect. I love both of them on my phone. The wallpaper is is them two, and it's a picture of them two. Like I, I love them, and I think they're you know the fans love both. The fans love both of them. The fans never whistled to Andre Silva. Um, they've always you know cheered him on and everything like that. So you know, I think. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but I think this break is good for everybody, everybody involved. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, Andre Silva has to keep working hard and, you know, put, put his head down, just put work in and he'll, he'll get his, he'll get his minutes. Kind of like Kutrona did. Kutrona didn't play for a little bit either. And he, uh, he was able to, you know, work hard and, 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 and get minutes. So before we wrap things up, um, I'm going to open it up. Just to any questions or any any comments you have about anything. So Lucas, let's start with you. Um, what any comments for you know positive comments or comments for quite you know questionable stuff about the squad about personnel? What do you think? Or someone someone you want to shout out about something? What what, what do you think? I think, uh, and I think this is a positive. Um, Rodriguez does not get discussed enough because I think he just comes into every game, every match, and he does what he has to do. Uh, I think he's actually a very good left back, and he's playing the position well. Um, in saying that, and I don't like to talk about a lot of negatives, but I, I think Lucas Belia has been one of the biggest disappointments of the season so far. Yeah, he has. Um, I just, I, I don't see, I just, I see a lot of sloppy play. And yeah. and for a guy we spent money on and, and had a lot of high hopes for, it's, it's disappointing. It's, it's not ideal. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're giving everyone else an opportunity and, and, and being patient. I guess we should do the same for him. But there were a lot of high hopes. Um, other than that, I think I think the second half of the season should go a lot better. I feel as though Gattuso's, I feel as though Gattuso's adapting to the formation and the style of play. And again, his 
his green to attitude and his the way the way he's coaching and the passion he has behind winning it's 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 inspiring and i truly can't wait to see how it unfolds for sure mike what about you anything Mike? Oh, he's out. He, his internet just sucks. I think one for me would be, uh, hmm. How, oh, definitely the resurgence of Leonardo Bonucci. Um, ever since that red card against Genoa, he's been absolute world class. Um, I think he's been he looking looking like himself again. Yes. After a yes. couple of rough months, and it's tough to to you know get back and go to a new team and tactically you have to get used to it and stuff like that. So. You know, I've been very impressed, and it's the Bonucci that I've and I've come that I've come to you know see at Juve, seen with the Azzurri, and you know he's been he's been absolutely great, and so is Romagnoli, and you know obviously we have to tighten things up, but you know I, I'm positive right now. I think we're gonna excuse me, I think we're gonna get the get the results, and uh, I think everything's gonna be okay in the Milan world soon. Yeah, I hope so. I, I truly do hope there's so. Tons to play for, and and lucky for us, there's tons to talk about with podcasts. We're gonna try to keep consistent with them. Um, to the guys listening right now and who are listening on iTunes later and on Google Play. Um, I, you know, we with exams stuff like that. It was tough, but now, you know, we're gonna try to get it out. You know, a couple times a month, a different podcast. So stay tuned. You know, we, these are really really fun, and uh, and we love love discussing what's going on in the Milan world. So Mike, uh, I guess, legged out, which obviously sucks, but we'll talk to him later. Uh, Lucas, you know, your debut in the podcast. And this is, this is what, your first your first podcast ever, no? Yes, this is actually the first podcast I've you done. Well. You did well. You did Thank well. You. So we'll you. definitely, we'll definitely have you on. I Maybe mean, we'll have you on the next one, too, if you're interested. Yeah, that's all. I had a great time, man. It was, it was fun talking to you sure. and to for the other sure. Milanisti. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I hope, I think that, um, you know, we'll have some more positive We'll have some positive uh, things to talk about in the next couple of weeks for sure. I think, I don't know, it's just a hunch of mine. But yeah. Like you here. Sounds yeah. good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening again. Uh, catch us on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter uh, at The Milan Guys. Follow Lucas on Twitter. It, Lucas is at Lucas underscore Ugenti. Uh, follow him on Twitter. He has a newer account. Uh, definitely follow him. He's a good follow. He has some good takes. Follow me at Luca underscore Laporta. And Mike is doesn't even have a Twitter account. He's just the Milan guys. So follow us there and stay tuned, guys. Ciao, guys. Sports on you guys.